Well, hello there. It's Melissa Fox, and it's the Florida Roundtable, and I know you've been waiting, so here it is. We've got a pretty darn good show planned for you today. We're going to talk about how to get the stress out of your life this time of year by budgeting. I know it sounds simple, but it's not. We're also going to talk about how Orlando is going to benefit from the Build Back Better initiative. We're talking about clean energy incentives. We are going to talk about a show, a movie. Oh, yes, a Christmas movie. You're going to want to hear this interview. Also, we're going to talk to the Carpenters historian. Yeah, I'm talking about the musical group, The Carpenters. And we're also going to talk about workplace wellness uh-huh. Believe it or not, your boss has been listening to you. Now you got to do something about it. That's all coming up next on this episode of the Florida Roundtable. Remember, if you can't hear it all right now, go get the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. In Florida, where we enjoy year-round boating, it's unfortunate that unexpected drowning accidents happen to even the most experienced boaters. And wearing a life jacket could have prevented most of them. This holiday season, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission suggests you consider giving the boat enthusiast on your list a gift that just may save their life check out the new type of comfortable inflatable life jackets it's a small price to pay to protect your loved ones and give yourself peace of mind during the holidays visit myfwc.com for more boating information becco's new line of dishwashers feature corner intense the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners becco achieves this performance using 50 percent less water and 25 percent less energy than u.s standards for dishwashers which is why when you choose becco you not only get cleaner dishes but you're making the planet cleaner too save energy and money with gift card rebates up to 200 dollars on eligible models until december 31st visit becco.com for more details that's v-e-k-o.com Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Yeah, remember when all phones sounded like that? Hey, it's Brian Mudd, and I sure do. But you've got to go with the times, so go with Affinity Cellular. Affinity is offering up to three months free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Happy with your current phone? That works, too. Get unlimited talk and text for as little as $15 a month. Get started right now at Affinity, with an A, Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular. Everything you need and nothing you don't. Hello, my friends. Guess what? It's the most stressful time of the year, or is it? I will tell you, more than half of Americans find holiday shopping to be painful, downright painful. And we're going to find out how to plan a budget. That may actually help you relieve some anxiety this holiday season. With that in mind, Jason Thacker, head of credit cards and unsecured lending from TD Bank. Welcome to the Florida Roundtable. Awesome, Melissa. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. So tell us a little bit about this recent survey and the surprising results about holiday shopping and Americans. Sure. So uh, first of all, TD's Merry Money Survey, we do this annually, and it's an opportunity for us to hear directly from Americans all across the U.S. Uh, some of the surprising stats uh, actually encouraging. So three out of four uh, Americans said that they, they plan on creating a holiday budget this year. 73% said they would do that, which is exciting for us. 
because we, we strongly believe in uh, financial discipline and uh, financial health, and a budget's a big part of that. Yeah, uh, I'd also tell you that the pandemic influence, oh, sorry, was all across uh, the survey itself. Uh, two out of three consumers, uh, you know, roughly 67% of them said uh, because of the pandemic, they were more likely to create a budget. So, uh, you know, you're starting to see a year two of the pandemic kind of float in uh, through these responses from Americans across the U.S. Now, I know this might be kind of an obvious question, but uh, can you tell us why planning a spending budget was such an important way to relieve the stress of the holiday shopping season? Well, listen, Melissa, financial health uh, is one of the, is a core pillar of life. Uh, you know, we all know that. So the opportunity to not only create a budget, uh, but taking the time to do that, uh, especially if you're able to stick to it, so you understand kind of what money is coming in, and you know how much you've planned uh, as outflows, if you will, or what you plan on spending throughout the holiday season. Uh, if you're able to stick to that, uh, it gives you the confidence heading into January when those bills are due and definitely keeps uh, you know, stress down. We've heard that directly from our consumers uh, and our customers across the U.S. And, and uh, you know, no surprise, if you're able to stick to that budget, uh, it makes a, a big difference for you coming out of the holiday season. So, folks, this may be the most wonderful time of the year, but the holidays are also an extremely stress-filled time. Many consumers are anxious about holiday shopping, causing financial hardship. Matter of fact, we're talking about this Merry Money survey by TD Bank, and half of the consumers classify holiday shopping as, quote, painful. And that is why we've got Jason Thacker here today to help us out and, and you know, make excuses uh, for us so that we can understand. I'm not talking about it excuses. To be honest with you, there's no reason that you shouldn't have a budget set up for planning uh, the holiday spending. I mean, it just makes sense, right, Jason? Uh, Melissa, I fully agree with you. Uh, you know, we can all get carried away, and it's a, it's a wonderful time of the year to spend some time with loved ones, but making sure you keep your financial discipline throughout the holiday season will go a long way once it's over uh, and you head into 2022, uh, into the new year. So where is it that we can get this information and help uh, with it when it comes to putting together a budget for the holiday season? Well, listen, there's lots of uh, tips and tricks online. I'm obviously partial to www.tdbank.com. You'll be able to get lots of uh, references online from various tips and tricks, not only with budgeting, uh, but all aspects of financial health and wellness. So uh, whether you're thinking about uh, establishing credit or expanding credit, uh, you know, some of the, uh, the retirement and kind of savings planning uh, that a lot of consumers love to do during the holiday season. It's all there, uh, but it's all at your fingertips. So lots of resources for you uh, and your listeners to, uh, to go after, but I'm partial to, uh, to TD. Wow. Jason, he is the head of U.S. Credit Cards and Unsecured Lending at TD Bank which they say is America's most convenient bank. And what you are doing there is overseeing TD's bank card, retail card services, and more, which is really cool because it gives you like a, a really vested knowledge in how people spend and what kind of, you know, just all of that, that how they spend and why they spend and where they spend. And you see that, right? And now you're able to relay that information to us and say, look, this is what you should be doing and this is how you should go about it. Well, uh, listen, Melissa, it's exciting to be here. You're absolutely right. We do see uh, consumer trends, and uh, wherever possible, we always want our consumers uh, and our customers to live financially financially healthier lives, uh, and especially uh, for all of us here at TD. Hope you and your family uh, and your listeners have a terrific holiday season. Thank you. Again, tdbank.com for more information, or at least to start it off. Perfect.
Jason Thacker, thank you so much for bringing this information to us on the roundtable and also for helping us relieve a little stress this holiday season. Outstanding, Wilson. Thanks for having me, and uh, stay safe and healthy. If you don't have insurance through your job, you can still get quality health coverage through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Not sure where to begin? A navigator can help you cut through the clutter. There's no obligation, and the help is always free. Open enrollment ends January 15th, so don't wait. It's easy. From your mobile phone, dial pound 250 and say the key. Keyword Navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from iHeartMedia. That's pound 250 Navigator. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award winning actor. And I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts. My joints ache. And sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision. Especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archibella for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit BrainHealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at BrainHealth.gov. Hey guys, welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. Imagine this, a tightly wound corporate executive finds himself hopelessly stranded in a small mountain town on Christmas Eve, of course. He's unable to shake this adorable stray dog who ran him off the road in the first place. Irresistibly, he's drawn to this free-spirited local veterinarian who is sorely in need of some Christmas magic herself, if you know what I mean. Sounds like a movie. It is a movie. Dang it, I gave it away, didn't it? It's called A Christmas Stray, and starring in this wonderful movie that I cannot wait to see. It's going to be on the uh, OWN Network, Oprah's Network, coming up on Tuesday. I've got Ryan Nicole Brown and Andre Fuller. Welcome to the Florida Roundtable. Hey, thank you, thank you for having us. Yeah, I know that was like a really solid intro, and it's hard to follow that, but the it grace... Was it, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. You know what? It was all me, man. I mean, all me. I breathed life into that, <laughs> just like y'all going to breathe life into this interview for me. Now, Ryan, you're a triple threat. We knew that. We've seen you do a lot of dancing, singing, and holding your own. Mm-hmm. So the acting thing is nothing new <laughs> there. I watched you in Empire. thought you were awesome. And then let's just talk about this other guy here, uh huh, Andre Fuller. It, it what? How many uh, of these Christmas type movies have you done, Andre? Oh, I think I've done I don't know, maybe a couple. Yeah, maybe just a few. A yeah, he's that handsome guy that you see <laughs> in the Christmas. The one that matters. Yeah, but this is the one. It doesn't the matter about the others. Come on now, Andre. They are running everywhere. This is just like oh, a new one from him. That's cool. I'm excited about that. <laughs> Absolutely, and this is by far my favorite one. I got to work with a dog. 
Oh, yeah. You know, dogs, animals, kids, they can upstage you on the screen. How was it working with this beautiful stray Christmas dog? Hmm? Oh, we absolutely got upstaged every scene. I, I watched the movie. Um, I watched the film last night uh, in its entirety for the first time. And I was, I listen, when, I guess when you're in person, you're worried about, you know, standing on your mark, remembering your lines, you know, your, your eye lines and, and all of these other technical things. You, you miss out on the performances a lot of times. And when I watched the movie, I was like, oh, my God, this dog is adorable. The dog literally stole every scene just... The dog was, <laughs> I'm going to speak to myself, the dog was a better actor than me. Oh, stop. thoroughly impressed by the acting that the dog. <laughs> now, is it, a, is it a breed, a rescue breed? What do we do for the dog? Ryan, do you know what, uh, did you work with the dog a lot like it too? I mean, Andre seems to be attached. Yeah, no, I love the dog. I'm a dog lover, grew up with dogs uh, as a kid. So um, it was a joy to, to work with the dog on set. Um and the dog, I'm not sure if, if they rest if, if if the dog was a rescue. Um, but uh, the owner was a, a phenomenal owner, and she loved 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 these these dogs. So you just knew that they were coming from a great home. So that was awesome to to know. So the movie is called A Christmas Stray. Obviously, we're talking with uh, Ryan Nicole Brown and Andre Fuller, and we've been talking about a dog. So I mean, you did the math, but I, I spell it out for you. And it premieres on OWN Network Tuesday night at nine o'clock. That's December fourteenth for those of you to playing along for the home game. So what was it like doing a Christmas movie, Ryan? Uh, it was awesome. This was my second Christmas movie I've ever done, uh, and. Um, I, I enjoy them. You know, it's a it's it's lighthearted. Um, it, we had a phenomenal crew that we were working with, uh, and we I got to go to Ottawa, Canada for the first time, which was which was really cool. Very cold, but really cold, cold at the same time. Um, yeah, very very cold. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we again we had we had a great time, um, and uh, yeah, it was it was cool to to. It was my first project back from the pandemic, so. I was really, really happy to be on set again. Yeah, how was that? Were they were they uh, more cautious than you expected, or less? Is it lax? Do you want to tell me? Um, you know, being that this was a pandemic that affected the whole world, um, I would say they were very cautious. Uh, no more, no less than I expected. Uh, but I appreciate it because they took everybody's safety very seriously. Um, uh, everybody was in zones. You were, you know, taking surveys every morning, telling them about your symptoms. We quarantined two weeks prior to um, even stepping on set. So I really appreciated all the precautions that they were taking with, uh, because at the end of the day, you know, we love what we do, but um, health is, you know, first and foremost, the most important thing. Most definitely. Okay. So Ryan, I got a, I got a slide to know the movie is, a, is really the key point, a stray Christmas but for just a second, Andre, mm -hmm. Baylor, come on, give it to me. That game the other day. Oh, yeah, man. What? Listen, <sighs> listen, listen, man. I'm listen. listening. We were, we were, we were absolutely um, thrilled to have won that game and be able to compete for the, the big, you know, to win the Big 12 championship. Mm -hmm. But even more so, the, the, the tie-in with this movie, the, A Christmas Straight, is we were actually in Ottawa, Canada, Filming during the, uh, the 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 college basketball Final Four. Oh my! So when Baylor basketball men's oh. basketball team won our first ever national championship. I was actually 
Um, I was actually home from work that day, and um, I got to watch it live. So that was that was a treat in itself. Our women have won, you know, oh. several national oh. championships in basketball, but oh, yeah. this was the first one for the guys. Yeah. Now, Andre, is so, in case you didn't Baylor, you didn't know, he was a scholarship football player at uh, Baylor University. And I, when I saw that on the creds, I was like, wow! But that game last weekend and everything, and of course the Final Four. And I don't mean to leave you out, Ryan. Are you a sports enthusiast? I am. My my family just kind of grew up in the game and my boyfriend actually plays for the Broncos so that's the Broncos I've been rooting for the Broncos all season so yeah oh, I'm sorry no I'm just kidding I'm kidding it's all good <laughs> all right give me give give everyone all right Ryan first give me a reason why everyone should watch this movie on Tuesday night um you know if you if you love dogs you love Christmas time and you love love this is the movie that's right up your alley okay now let me hear you sell it to me Andre Fuller I'll keep it short and simple it's it's just a real good, feel-good um, Christmas movie, and you know it. It is, you know, it's not one of those one of those movies where you feel like it's, you know, it's cheesy or it's redundant. You know, it's a it's a storyline that everybody can relate to, um, all generations, and I think it'll be around for a long time. I think everyone will enjoy it. All righty then. Let me just know. Keep it short. It was actually 15 seconds longer than Ryan's, but that's cool. <laughs> I- <laughs> Uh, I appreciate you both coming on the Florida Roundtable. Check out A Christmas Stray on OWN. That's Oprah's Network, Tuesday night, 9 o'clock. Thank you both for coming on the Roundtable today. Thank you for having us. It was awesome to talk to you. We're talking right now with uh, Don Sheriffs. She's the Florida director of EDF Action, and we're talking about why now is the time to invest in clean energy and transportation here in Florida, which will help create good-paying jobs and save consumers money. Now, Dawn is saying that the Build Back Better bill is going to save us consumers money here in Florida. You just mentioned a couple of ways. What about electronic vehicles, Dawn? So a lot of folks don't know this, but Florida is actually number two in electric vehicle sales in the country. We're only behind California. There is a huge uh, appetite for electric vehicles, and they obviously help us with our air quality, with, you know, reducing our carbon emissions. A $12,500 electric vehicle tax credit means that a lot more people are going to have electric vehicles accessible to them. So once you do that, you don't have to go get your oil changed. You don't have to fill up at the tank. Your operating costs over the life of that vehicle are significantly lower. So you get a, an upfront benefit and then, again, another long-term savings that's really going to help strengthen our communities. Wow. Now, President Biden's Build Back Better framework does include – a $12,500 electric vehicle tax credit, which is actually about $5,000 on top of what's offered today. So you buy an EV, an electric vehicle, and you're looking at a $12,500 discount on that car's price tag. That's what I'm hearing Don Sheriff say right there. That's right, right? Absolutely. I mean, we're even seeing municipal fleets. You know, government has done its math. They're figuring out that if they convert their fleets to electric, they save taxpayers money. Wow. It's the same at home. Wow. Yep. All right. Now, Florida has a huge potential for more clean energy and climate investments. 
um, Build Back Better. How are we going to see this investment? I'm talking about $11.1 billion investment in energy efficiency. How would you like to see that spread out throughout the state? You know, I I hate to say this because Florida is my home state, but we are one of the worst in the country in terms of energy efficiency. We need to see you know, significant both policy change and then investment in, in meaningful efficiency. One of the things that is always difficult is making sure that low-income communities have access to your, you know, high-grade Energy Star appliances that can be more costly. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking at the rebates that are available for those, looking at the grid efficiency and infrastructure investments that will allow us to better use what we are already creating here in Florida is just going to be good, not just economically, but for our energy security in a state where we're really, really reliant on natural gas. Yeah, we are. Hey, uh, what about additional job creation? What are we looking at with regards to the Build Back Better bill? So the sky really is the limit. Florida has already almost 150,000 clean energy jobs. We could more than double that, getting you know an additional eight hundred and uh, sorry one hundred and eighty five thousand new jobs, making Florida homes and businesses more efficient. And those are not jobs that can be dialed in from elsewhere. Those are jobs that would put Floridians to work. So with the Build Back Better framework, consumers and homeowners get expanded rebates and tax credits just for switching out updated appliances, like you said, or retrofitting your home to be more energy efficient and as you guys in the household become more efficient and rely less on the costly energy of fossil fuels we're going to see hundreds of dollars in savings on our energy bills and that's great dawn sheriffs is with us she is the florida director of edf action where do we go to get more information on this and to help get this stuff this initiative going Yeah, um, so we would love to have you come visit us at edfaction.org. Perfect. And you can find out more on the bill there. Perfect. Dawn is EDF's Florida director. She is working to integrate, enhance, and scale the impact of EDF's existing assets here in Florida and also working on building relationships with members of Congress in key in-state constituencies. How do you feel about Orlando, Don? That's where we broadcast out of home base. Well, it's where I'm, my alma mater is Rollins College right there in Winter Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, was home for many years, so big fan of Orlando, and I'm not too far away here in St. Petersburg. Fantastic. <laughs> hey, Don, thank you for letting us in on this information that not everybody is hearing about, and hopefully we'll get the framework and everything going for the Build Back Better initiative. Thanks for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable. You've been very informative. Thanks so much. Florida's boating environment is always changing. New sunsets, new experiences that you won't find anywhere else on Earth. But one thing that never changes, boating while impaired by drugs or alcohol. It's illegal in the state of Florida. Boating under the influence will land you in jail, or worse, kill someone you love. It's just simply not a risk worth taking. Learn more about Florida's boating laws at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the FWC Division of Law Enforcement. Life can be full of risks. 
One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Crump witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You wanna learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as the Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, File a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. One of my favorite groups growing up, the harmonies alone will get you, seven, eight, nine part, was the Carpenters, brother and sister act, the legendary music duo, the Carpenters. And now I've got a new guy on the phone here who's going to tell us about the insider information about one of the most popular duos of the 1970s. With that in mind, please welcome Carpenters historian Chris May. Hi, how you doing? 
Hi, Melissa. I'm, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. So how does one make a living being a carpenter's historian? Because I really thought I was up for the gig. <laughs> well, I, it, uh, I would say first you've got to write a book, but, you know, there's not a whole lot of money in books either. I think you do it. It's, it's a labor of love. But let's just say that this is a, a passion project that stems from my own uh, career as a uh, an arranger, producer, music director guy, if that makes any sense. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm one of the few people that ha I talk about drummers, and I'm like, Karen Carpenter was an amazing drummer. You know, go oh, do yeah. some research, look on YouTube, you know, that kind of stuff. But how, frankly, I, I want to know the, the beginning, the nexus of the brother-sister duo out of New Haven, Connecticut. How did they end up becoming one of the most enduring and endearing recording artists in history, Chris? Well, they moved from New Haven to California, the folks did, in 1963, uh, to Downey because Dad uh, Carpenter had a uh, a job opportunity there, and of course, also uh, it uh, it gave them a chance to give uh, Richard, uh, you know, an opportunity to uh, to pursue music. You know, it was all had all of that was happening out west, as they say at the time, and so uh, he was a an aspiring, well, at the time, musician, uh, pianist, and he began writing songs at a young age, and then found that he had the ability to uh, create arrangements. He would come up with parts and ideas and this sort of thing. And, uh, and at that time, Karen really wasn't, uh, didn't, uh, hadn't discovered her musical talent yet until a few years later. And as uh, the, the two grew up and uh, right around age 16, Karen started singing. Uh, Richard was, uh, is Karen's uh, senior by three and a half years. So, uh, by the time Karen was around 16, Richard was 19, he was writing songs, she was singing. It uh, started off, as you mentioned, on the, with the drums, um, which really came in handy, not only uh, for, her, uh, for her ability to play uh, what she did in the studio and on, on uh, stage when they, would, when they would concertize, but uh, her impeccable phrasing as a vocalist. Uh, many people don't talk about this, but, uh, you know, she had impeccable time as a drummer, and that really translated over into the way that she sang the lyrics so beautifully and interpreted a song. And, uh, and so this, you know, this started, uh, as I said, in their, in their teen years, that they uh, pursued a record contract and eventually signed with A&M Records uh, with Herb Albert and uh, Jerry Moss in April of 1969. And uh, that uh, was when they became the Carpenters. And uh, they had their first hit. Uh, it was a mild hit, Ticket to Ride, the Lennon McCartney uh, version of Ticket to Ride. Uh, and they peaked at about 54 on Billboard. And it wasn't until the following year Herb Albert gave them the lead sheet to uh, what was they longed to be, uh, eventually parenthetical, close to you. Uh, the Burt Backrack Al David tune, and they uh, they hit number one with that, and the floodgates opened, and the rest is history, as they say. As they say. What was the band's first name before they decided just to go with their surname of Carpenter? Well, they uh, had a name Spectrum, which was a sextet. It was a number of the, the guys, uh, a couple of gals actually from their uh uh, college days, actually, uh, one gal and, and, and four other guys, and uh, and so they uh, 
they started off at Spectrum, and they were they, they recorded a couple of demos. They had some gigs around town. In fact, at one point, it opened for Steppenwolf. We talk about that in the book, which was not known uh, prior to uh, to us uh, actually putting the book together. But they uh, found that they it just it wasn't quite what they were looking for in terms of the you know some of. Let's just say everybody was at a different caliber in terms of their level of, of ability to sing. And, of course, Karen would sing the leads, uh, which was, you know, hands down, of course, Karen was Karen. And that voice uh, started to uh, emerge even uh, in, in her mid-teens. But uh, they found that they uh, could overdub once they learned the process of that at uh, uh, Joe Osborne, basis Joe Osborne's recording studio, uh, that they could stack all the parts themselves. And so uh, Karen and Richard... Uh, went in as a duo, and that was really, it was right around 1968, uh, while they were creating what would become the four-song demo tape that would make it to Herb Alpert at A&M uh, Records, that would uh, really be become sort of the genesis of Carpenters as we know them, the two of them on tape, uh, singing all those parts together. We're talking with Carpenter's historian Chris May, and Chris, along with AP Entertainment reporter Mike Sedoni Lennox, have a new book coming out called Carpenter's The Musical Legacy, which I am going to get. It's out there already, actually. I think it dropped in November. Um, And it's a first-person perspective story um, about Richard Carpenter and the Carpenters themselves. Now, is Richard's definitely uh, helping out on the book, right? Oh, very much so. Uh, we we spent uh, the better part of a, a two years very, very uh, in, intensely with him, uh, one-on-one with all of the uh, recording interviews, the audio tapes for that. And I spent quite a number of hours myself down in his archives uh, at, his, at his home in uh, Westlake Village, Thousand Oaks, California, and uh, went through literally thousands of photographs and quite a bit of ephemera and... Uh, artifacts, things that I had asked him to, to, to pull, things that he had run across that he had forgotten about, which he talks about in the, in, in the book as well. And uh, it's quite astounding uh, just how much we, we were able to come across. And we felt that this book, this book is really what I've been saying from the beginning is a, is a bit of a hybrid. It's, it's, it's a, bio, a biography, but it's a mem- also a memoir. It's a data resource, a, a database, and then of course it's very heavily illustrated because we felt that uh, you know a lot of times you know to, to, to connect the dots for people. You know, you you mentioned in, the, in your intro, uh, which you did so beautifully, uh, that uh, you know they the carpenters were singing you know six, seven, eight parts. Well, how do two people do all of that? Well, to explain this, sometimes you need illustration. Sometimes you need to get into some of the minutia. Uh, but also talk about it in a comprehensive way so that people understand it. And that was really the uh, that was the big balancing act that we all had to sort of uh, the line we had to walk in order to to, to do this right. Uh, and we hope we hope that we did. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that you did. Here's a quick question. I'm sure you've never been asked before, Chris. Your favoritest of all time Carpenter song. Oh gosh, if I had to, if I had to, to narrow it down to one, I would say Superstar. Oh, is, just uh, probably beautiful. just a beautiful reading. Karen, Karen sang it on the first take. Uh, that that's sort of a well-known fact by now. But uh, uh, she was singing the work lead, and uh, and it was so it was so spot on that the they and they didn't and they had very little time with their schedule to go back in and re-record it, but they didn't need to. But Richard's arrangement of that song and Karen's reading 
I mean, the the, the key, the, the melody, the lyric, it just, uh, it really is quintessential Carpenters. Most definitely. And with that in mind, we're going to end uh, this with a little bit of Carpenters Christmas. One of my favorite ones right here. Chris May, thank you for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable. And folks, go out there and buy Carpenters the Musical Legacy. You'll be glad you did. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, Melissa. Take care. I'm dreaming tonight of a place I love even more than I usually do. Need quality health insurance for your family? Getting it is easy with a little help from Navigator. If you don't have insurance through your employer, a Navigator can help you find a plan that works for you. Don't wait. You only have until January 15th to enroll. Navigator services are completely free and there's no obligation. Just dial pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the keyword Navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from iHeartMedia. That's pound 250 Navigator. The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Visit your local Steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real Steel. Find yours. Available at participating dealers while supplies last. Do you remember as a child waiting for the excitement of Christmas morning? It felt like that the big day would never arrive. But then it came, and boy, was it worth the wait. The older we get, the more we realize that life is filled with waiting, more waiting, and even more waiting. 
and nobody likes to wait. But waiting isn't a new experience. On the very first Christmas, the Jewish people have waited hundreds of years for the coming of the Messiah, wondering if he would ever arrive. The Bible says when the right time came, God sent Jesus to be born of a woman. And Jesus, the Savior of the world, stepped into history at precisely the right moment. The Christmas season is a wonderful reminder that the Lord's timing is perfect. He's never early, but He's also never late. So this Christmas, be encouraged. Have patience and faith while you wait. This is Bryant Wright, wishing you a Christmas worth waiting for, right from my heart. To subscribe to devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Welcome back to the Florida Roundtable. You know, between balancing work from and living at home and battling the burnout, the great resignation sweeping the country. And as employees reevaluate their priorities and consider alternate job opportunities, now is the time for employers to take another look at benefit offerings and workplace perks. And with that in mind, we've got Kevin Crane. He's the head of the Workplace Solutions Integration at Bank of America. Kevin, welcome to the Florida Roundtable. Thank you, Melissa. Thanks for hosting me. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, this is a great topic, and we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it. So in terms of wellness, uh, Kevin, how are employees feeling as a result of the pandemic? Uh, So, Melissa, I would say to start, they're feeling better, but not great yet. So in our annual workplace benefits report, we study this, and when we study it this year, 51% of employees felt good or uh, excellent about their financial well-being which is slightly higher than a year ago, but still not yet at pre-pandemic levels. Um, What we found in the research is what would make employees feel even better? They still want more professional help and advice on planning for their financial future. They want more education on the basics. So a lot of employees want help on an individual's budgeting, spending, saving debt management, as well as what actions they should take. And then last, Um, They want their employers to offer them programs looking at their physical well-being, their emotional well-being, and their financial well-being, and as much as possible, putting those three things together for the employees to use. Yeah, but do you think the employees are actually communicating about these wants, the mental and physical health stuff? Are they saying that as you're getting that information from this survey? They're saying, hey, we need this help. You've got to provide it. How are the employers responding? So to your first point of question, very loudly employees are saying they think of those three things together and they need them all in one place. But I'll go on to what you said. The thing they're also saying about their employers is when they have good programs, they're not communicating them enough. They're only telling the employee once or twice a year about the programs, and they need to tell the employees more and more about it. What the employers need to do is they have great opportunity to communicate more. I mean, with the growth of apps and digital access and people with their phones or iPads getting access every hour of every day, there's easy ways to communicate things and get employees to take action. Employers have to do more of that. Um, As well, employers need to survey, uh, survey their employees. Ask them their opinions. 
ask them what their needs and desires are. And when they get those answers, then they can better shape their programs. We're talking with Kevin Crane. He's the head of Workplace Solutions Integration at Bank of America. Yeah, it's wonderful to get a survey and find out how your employees think. But now the next thing should be employers, an action plan to actually put it into place. Hey, let's address employees' wellness holistically. Are employers ensuring and offering those type of programs, holistic programs? Uh, employees are, uh, and your question was around, are the employees um, a- accessing those holistic programs yeah. in terms of, uh, yeah, they're beginning to, right? So the first thing they said is, um, I as an employee see the connection between the three elements. And what I always like to say to start, Melissa, is some, an, an individual is not financially well. I can almost guarantee you they feel emotional stress. And if they feel emotional stress, they have physical issues. So individuals see that. So they've asked their employers to put together, and now actually employees are using them. One of the greatest growth in uh, benefits utilization over the past year is mental and emotional wellness programs, uh, employee assistance programs that employees can now call into and say, look at, I have an issue, counseling programs for employees to individually access if they're having emotional issues. And a lot of that can be done virtually now Ooh. at any hour of any day, mm-hmm. um, right? And then I would say uh, uh, physically, um, employers have done a lot more, particularly um, because of the past year and a half issues, to offer more access, more time for employees to take the right action on their physical well-being. You know, if they're getting a flu shot, giving them time off to do it or a vaccine, but as well, just preventative um, appointments with doctors and also such things as teledoc, virtual doctors that you can easily access if you have something going on in your uh, physical well-being. So employees are really beginning to utilize these tools that the employers are offering. Let's take a quick break and we'll get right back to it. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. The holidays are a great time to be reunited with friends and family. But as you travel this holiday season, be sure your car is road ready. Tires are your car's first defense on the road. Checking your tire pressure before your trip can help ensure you get to your destination safely. With proper care and maintenance, they'll keep you safely motoring along Florida's highways. For more holiday travel tips, visit flhsmv.gov. Remember, safety is always in season. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Do you remember as a child waiting for the excitement of Christmas morning? It felt like that the big day would never arrive. But then it came, and boy, was it worth the wait. The older we get, the more we realize that life is filled with waiting, more waiting, and even more waiting, and nobody likes to wait. But waiting isn't a new experience. On the very first Christmas, the Jewish people had waited hundreds of years for the coming of the Messiah, wondering if he would ever arrive. The Bible says when the right time came, God sent Jesus to be born of a woman. And Jesus, the Savior of the world, stepped into history at precisely the right moment. 
The Christmas season is a wonderful reminder that the Lord's timing is perfect. He's never early, but he's also never late. So this Christmas, be encouraged. Have patience and faith while you wait. This is Bryant Wright, wishing you a Christmas worth waiting for, right from my heart. To subscribe to devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Shortness of breath, patients confused, temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? He's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov slash sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. We're talking with Kevin Crane about how employers can help boost employees' feeling of wellness. You know, everything from financial, mental, and physical offerings. And it would seem, according to you, Kevin, that employers are recognizing these needs and actually stepping up and coming to the plate and saying, hey, we are offering these things. But the employees are saying, yeah, we got to be refreshed and remembering, you know, that you offer these things and then take advantage, guys. You've got to, you know, it works both ways. And I I see that a lot of these workplace benefit programs are starting to evolve. Can you explain how they are evolving? Sure. Um, And I think that's a really critical issue you're you're raising, Melissa, because we like to say out there – there's a renewed war for talent for employers um, in order to get the employees they want to work for their company. And it is really a war for talent um, because the reality is employees are in a much more powerful position on their demand. So I, c- certain things that they're doing in terms of evolving uh, the benefits is on the retirement saving side, if you look at something like a 401k plan, making it easy for people to make a decision to save money, increase savings, and invest, and that's called auto programs. So auto-enrolling an employee when they join a company and then um, increasing that uh, rate annually in their savings and giving them an easy way to invest. Now, the employee can change that if they like, but it just takes a lot of decision-making off their hands immediately. In a 401k plan, giving them an ability um, to have assets managed for them in a professional way and show them the potential of retirement income down the road, and then once they're ready to retire, make it really easy for them to get the money out of the plan in an orderly way so they can have income to live on. That's a big evolution. Um, and then I would say in terms of um, education, we see a lot there. And you know, you would think, well, do people really need education help to build a budget in their daily life, you know, to look at spending and debt management? They do. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't understand how to build a budget. And once they build a budget and get help to do that, then they feel better and then they take action in order to make their financial lives better. So all in all, it's a win-win for both the employers and the employees. Any tips, though, employees need maybe a little boost, a little kick in the patoot to uh, take advantage of these benefits the workplace offers? 
I would say three things. Understand, monitor, and act when you look at employees. Understand, give them that access to the information real time, as I said. Um, make it easy for them to see it. Monitor. Employees have an easy way to look at, look at things. You know, you look at your retirement savings. You know, check it periodically. Um, you have a digital abilities to do that. And then if you understand the benefits being offered as an employee, you monitor what's being offered, you still at times need to take action. So an employee just sit down, annually assess, say, okay, you know, this is how I look this year. Maybe I need to do something different on my contributions or my investments in my 401k. Maybe I need to put a little bit more towards some emergency savings. Take actions once you monitor annually, and it's easy to do that. Um, so you feel better that um, you're advancing the cause of you becoming more financially well. Kevin, where can we get more information? Easy way, digitally, bankofamerica.com. Um, you can put in all the keywords I just talked about in terms of benefits, of retirement savings, uh, financial well-being, and you can access it very quickly that way. That's perfect. Kevin Crane, thank you so much for joining us today and explaining that workplace wellness is something employers are considering and employees need to take advantage of. Thank you, Melissa. You know, I just thought about this while we're talking about health and well-being. Parents, grandparents, you know who can help your kids to a healthier future? We can. We can stands for Ways to Enhance Children's Activities and Nutrition. It's a new program from the National Institutes of Health that offers families tips about eating well, moving more, decreasing screen time. You want tips free, tools free? Go to wecan.nhlbi.nih.gov. That's wecan.nhlbi.nih. H.gov or it's easier just call 866-35-WE-CAN and let them know Melissa Fox and the Florida Roundtable sent you from the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net. <laughs>